0: The following content has been provided by RWTH Aachen University. Okay, so this is paper prototypes and sort of the flipbooks or or um, storyboard formats. And then you can get a little more interactive, a little faster in, in answering user uh, input that the user might do in a session with those uh, post-its. But that's all still not involving a computer. There's no computer you know, to be seen anywhere in those scenarios, right? Um, once you move on to doing your um, prototyping with a computer, we call them software prototypes. And software prototypes have a, a sort of middle ground between the very simple paper prototype and the full-blown, high-end, um, you know, almost the finished application kind of prototype. So they're a medium fidelity, and they are more detailed, more precise, more interactive, and you create them usually only after you've done some initial paper versions. It's tempting, I know, um, as a developer, as a computer science person, it's very tempting to move into coding very quickly because that's what we're comfortable with, what we'll do. Hey, you know, a lot of us study computer science. There's a reason for that. We like doing this stuff. So it's tempting to go and start hacking, but... Try to stay away from that and learn to apply the paper prototyping, the analog things first, because they will give you this important big picture of what's right about my interfaces and what's wrong. And it will be easier to change things as long as you've just scribbled a couple things on paper. It's tempting once you've started coding to hold on to your design and and to limit yourself in exploring the alternatives. So software prototypes only after you've done your paper prototypes Uh, They are usually a mock-up, which means a model or an illusion, of some but not all of the aspects of the final user interface. So you don't build a software prototype of the full UI. You often just do parts of it. There are different ways of limiting the functionality, which I'll get to later. Um, This could be done in Flash, back when Flash actually existed. Nowadays, you probably say, OK, HTML5 maybe. Uh, We'll talk about a couple different techniques that you can use. The important thing is, and that's also something that a lot of students get wrong, especially when they're like good developers, good implementers. It's not important that the software actually works. It's just important that it looks like it's working. Um, So when you write a a prototype, when you build a prototype for let's say a a phone book app, you don't need to implement a full database with lookups and adding and, and removing entries and stuff like this. It's not necessary, just you know, make a couple screens, um, put some names there and, and limit the possibilities in the prototype to those names that you can select. Right? You don't need to have the full-fledged functionality behind it. In fact, some of the simpler prototypes, what we call them software prototypes because we work with software, but they're not actually running code and they're not actually programs to write. They might just be um, a series of screenshots you put into a PowerPoint that would also be already a software prototype because we use software to make and to present the prototype, not because we're coding, um, you know, not because we're writing C++ code or something with Java. All right, so um, some of the advantages that you get with the software prototype over paper is first of all, uh, it's more engaging for the user to try out. It's something that actually seems to you know, almost be like the real thing more or less. We have something on the computer now that we can play with. Um, Also, you can actually take it and send it to somebody, package it up, send it as an email attachment, it's a little PowerPoint presentation or a little whatever um, website that you make, Um, and the user can then play with it. You don't have to be around. Whereas the paper prototype doesn't work if you're not there because you need to basically run it. You need to have the smarts behind it. Some of the dangers of software prototypes. Um, as I said earlier, with paper prototypes, it's good to be rough in the beginning of prototyping. If you start with a software prototype, uh, then users will start focusing on the small design issues, you know, the orange round button instead of the large issues um, in your design. Users might be afraid to criticize it or su- to suggest changes because it looks so nice, you know, especially when you've done it using real interface components um, that you use, maybe using a real interface builder or snapshots. Um, from a screen. Um, It might look so nice that users like, oh, this must have been so much work. I don't want to criticize this at this point. Um, And then there's the the, the famous management error. If you show a manager a well-done software prototype, uh, they might think that you're basically done and say, oh great, then we can ship next week, right? Because you're almost done and you're like, oh no. So that's not a good idea. Um, I once, uh, I had a chance to see um, an um, an example of a prototype. You guys may know the the dock from macOS Ten. It's this thing that sort of slides in from the bottom. It's kind of like the start bar, uh, or task bar in, in Windows. And uh, I saw an early prototype of that. That was entirely done uh, using I think, there must have been Flash or Director at the time, probably Flash. Um, and but it was like fully functional. It had like this zooming effect in there, like when you hover over something that it becomes bigger and the other things become smaller. You could go through and it was like a perfectly done, and you, you thought this thing was real, but it was just an animation, right? an interactive animation. Um, and you couldn't, for example, you know, like drag things out and remove them or add them to the dock. but it was, was really showing the, the basic interaction, the everyday interaction with the dock in a very nice way. And, and this was before it was actually implemented. So um, there's the reason um, that you don't wanna get too precise with the software prototype too early on because management might think you're done. And also, um, the reason for that misconception, you know, we might say, oh, that's stupid. Why would they think it's done? Well, the reason is actually we learned we why this happens. Uh, when you think back to the beginning of the class, we said, if a user interacts with the system, the model they build in their head, the conceptual model is based on what they see of the system, right? When your dad or your mom uses, I don't know, um, Microsoft Word, they see the interface of Word and that's to them, that's the system, right? They don't care about what's going on behind the scenes. And so if you show somebody a really well done image of a piece of software, they might think that's the software, because again, they don't see the um, things that are going on behind the scenes. They don't think about those as much.